0: All right. All right, guys, have at it. Hey, Bill, Harry um, Ellis' field goal percentage, just the whole year, but especially recently, what's, what's been the difference? That was an issue last year. Well, you know, it was an issue last year, and he probably still shot 50 or right there at 50, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, uh, but but I, I would say this year is, you know, he's actually shooting more threes, but he's driving it more. I, th- I think he's not I think he's settling less than what he has maybe in the past uh, uh, you know he's a he's a terrific in between jump shooters in between games terrific but I but at least visually for what I'm seeing right now he's probably taking less of those and probably taking more more shots in close to the basket but he has been he, he has been really really consistent uh, shooting the ball Is this the best stretch for him no, I don't think so. I, I thought last year. I really thought last year he was uh, he was uh, dominant, all American, first team type dominant for about a four game stretch in February right before he got hurt. I, I, th- I you know Texas. I don't know if you remember. I think he goes like nine to twenty three. Uh, uh, shot it terribly. Of course, Texas had all those big guys, but just totally dominated the game with his activity and and uh, and so I thought I thought that was the best stretch he's had. But I, I do think that he's. You know, offensively, this is the most efficient stretch he's had. Coach, obviously, a lot of us are here because of the game, this big game coming up. Is this something you get excited for based on the last time when you had to go three overtimes to decide a winner, the way these two teams with this personnel match up? You know, when we played them the first time, I don't know if you remember, we played Baylor on Saturday and it's a short turnaround. And we practiced on Sunday, and it's probably the only time maybe – Maybe since we've been here, uh, that that uh, you almost had to slow them down in practice on Sunday after a tough game on Saturday. I mean, they, they were so excited, so fired up. Anything that we did, I mean, guys are sprinting, you know, to to a loose ball. I mean, it was just it was, you know, we cut practice off in 35 minutes because you know we're not going to get any better than this. And and but you knew then they were excited to play OU. Uh, uh, so. I think that we'll have the same excitement this time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it will be because of the prior game, but also a lot of it will be for, you know, obviously conference implications also. If Frank has to spend a lot of time again on Buddy, will you take him off the ball a more, or do you do You, to- you know what, uh, that's a great question. Uh, uh, we'll switch certain things, but but I don't think Frank can guard Buddy. Uh, 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 the, the whole game. I, I think it would totally – you know, we, we talked about is Frank more valuable being on the floor uh, even if he's maybe a little fatigued than, than, uh, than somebody else being fresh on the floor? And the consensus, we need Frank on the floor for the most part. So I think we need to sub him smarter, maybe sub him more often even for shorter stints, even if it's for 30 seconds here or, or, or a minute there. Uh, but to say that he's going to lock in on Buddy, that that, that won't be – that won't be our game plan going in. That that may be the game plan, uh, late game in possessions that really matter, but I don't think we can worry him out early in the game. I think we're gonna need him in the game, uh, uh being a little bit more rested offensively the first, you know, thirty minutes or so. So it, it could happen, Tom, but, but it probably won't happen as much as what the obvious person would think based on how well he defended him uh the last twenty five minutes of the other day. It totally gassed him though. I mean he was spent. And and so uh uh, I, I, we, we don't. We don't need him to. We will do whatever we need to do to win the game in the last five to ten minutes. But certainly, I, I don't want to spend forty minutes playing that way. I think you started weighing on him. Uh, don't know. Don't know. You know. Uh, we actually, we actually did a pretty good job on Isaiah the first time, and and uh, Jordan killed us, and and Isaiah is on a serious run right now. I mean, he, he, he's on a very positive uptick right now, so I don't know how we'll do it. Uh, it may be more switching than what we've done in the past, maybe to, to – uh, so it could be any of the three guys guarding them, but but uh, uh, I, I haven't decided yet exactly how we'll yeah. go. Who not afraid to turn the ball over too. Is that just volume? He's got the ball in his hand so often. Who? who? Buddy. Uh, yeah, I think so. You know, what, you know the, the, we used to say this all the time growing up. Uh, you know, there, there's real efficient players that – uh, let's say, that, that, that make a great percentage of their open looks or whatnot, real efficient players. But the guys that can really, really play are the guys who can go get their own shot. I mean, and, and, and Buddy's a combination of both. He's, his efficiency's ridiculous, but he can also go get it, his own shot. And, and he, he demonstrated that against us. I mean, we did a great job defensively. He only gets up 23 shots, but, but he, he was so efficient. So, but, when you, but when you go get your own stuff, when, when defenses are designed to stop you, of course your turnovers are going to be higher than somebody that's playing it safe or just uh, an efficient type player. So I, I, I don't think, you know, he, he sh- I don't know who leads their team in turnovers or whatnot, but I would be surprised if it's not Buddy, just in part because he's making more plays uh, off the ball than, than what other people are. And it's the same way with us. Uh, I don't, you know, Frank got off to a, such a good start handling the ball but I'm, I, I would say in conference play, Frank would probably be by far our leading turnover guy, and I think in large part because the ball's in his hands more. So. How do teams take away the effectiveness of a rim protector like Latin, and also his ability to finish at the rim? You know, uh, that was the thing in the first game that probably surprised me as much as anything is how dominant he was protecting the rim. Uh, uh, and then he also uh, he you know he finished well too uh uh you know we got to figure out some way to get him away from the basket and and, and do some different things uh, but but uh, he, he he you know he had an unbelievable game against us the first time and and uh but but that that is going to be part of the you know and, and their backup bigs can come in and block shots too but that's going to be part of the part of our you know game plan is figuring out a way maybe to get him away from the basket some some great across you know, the past decade in the Big 12 with a lot of great players, but having a team like that with Buddy being so efficient and having four guys who are just shooting from deep at such an efficient clip, I mean, is this as creative as you really have to get defensively? I, get that- I, I really thought the hardest – you guys will remember. I, I thought – and I hadn't thought about this, that, that, so your question is, is – you know, it's off the top of my head, but the answer. But, but the, the, the hardest team I always thought to guard – was Iowa State when they had uh, Stinson, Blaylock, and they had Jake Sullivan at the three that could stretch it. And then they had those two big guys, uh, uh, Vroman and Homan, inside. To me, that was the hardest team for us to guard. Uh, and, and then you, know, you, you get into you know, the, the Iowa State with George as a mismatch and everything is, is so hard to, to guard. I, I, I think that Oklahoma, though, to me, is, is probably the hardest personnel to guard, uh, uh, I think, because all of them can go get their own. All of them put pressure on the defense. Uh, uh, you know, none of them are 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 just one dimensional. That he's a spot up guy, or if if you, I mean, Woodard is is a, is a guy that last year I don't know if you remember the year before he shot more free throws than anybody on their team by far. So you know he's great at getting inside of you. And now Cousins is a point and. He's got length and can get his own shot. And, of course, Buddy can do a little bit of everything. And then they, you got to stretch four. that that that. Uh, so I'd say Oklahoma uh, is probably about as hard a guard as, as there's been in the league. Are you surprised with how fast uh, Lon has been able to turn around uh, Oklahoma and get that program back on track as one of the top teams? Of uh, no, no. You know, he, Lon's been there, what, four years now? And, and, uh, uh is it four? Is this his fourth? Yeah, he and Buddy and Isaiah together. That's a, you know, Lon was a great hire. Uh, Buddy and Isaiah were were good, good, you know, throw-ins. Uh, uh, and, and Spangler, you know, those those are those are, I mean, real throw-ins. I mean, so, in uh, in the way that they've done it is, you know, think think about this. They've got four starters that have started over ninety consecutive games together. I mean, you can't help but get better when you do that, but. But uh, uh, I think Lon and his staff uh, have done just a remarkable job, and, and there's obviously energy with the program, uh, and, and certainly they're not going anywhere. They're, they're, they're going to be there to stay. But it wasn't that, you know, you know, not that long before that, because OU's capable of doing it. You know, Blake Griffin was a national player of the year, and they were a two seed, if I'm not mistaken. Isn't that right, yeah. Blair? So, so I mean, it's been, and Billy was a one seed three years in a row. Uh, at OU, so it's 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 been done there before, but but he, the the way he's done it is just, and I think that gives you the best chance to for staying power. How significant though has been Buddy's improvement? You saw him in high school. Yeah. Well, you know, you know uh, I, I think so much of it is is uh, we thought he was plenty good enough, but you know, based on personnel that you have, and based on you know. Uh, wants and desires and and things like that. Uh, 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 you know, he he picked the perfect place. I mean, OU is the perfect place for Buddy. You, he's able to play through mistakes early in his career. But the thing that that that, at least from the outside looking in, I can't comment on it. But uh, uh, as an expert, but uh, he, he's he's totally uh, addressed whatever things that they felt like was a weakness in his game. I mean, if his release was too low, if his footwork needed to get better, if he couldn't get his own shot as well, uh, uh, individual improvement to, to uh, be able to create for others. I mean, he, he's taken it and just expanded on his game and gone to a whole new level. He was really, really good. He was a high-energy guy, you know, he, was a, he could score points. Back then, he was probably more of a volume shooter uh, uh, with, without question, but, but, but now, I mean, he's, he's become so efficient that's why i think he's going to be a really really good pro is because you can plug him into any team and if he gets six shots there's a great chance he's going to make three uh, uh, whereas some people need to have the ball in their hands all the time or, or, or be able to play through a ton of mistakes he, he could play on a great team or he could play on a bad team the, the way i see it because he's so efficient C bill going to be the runaway guy for player of the year in all the college basketball yeah yeah there's nobody else you know there, there's there's other talents and you know you can make you know if denzel hadn't got hurt Maybe you can make a case for, for him. Of course, we saw him when he was almost as you know he was as good against us as Buddy was against us for the most part, you know. Uh, uh, and and of course uh, Simmons, you can make a case for you know the best prospect without question. But but nobody's impacted the game this year like Buddy has. That 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 they could give that award out now. Okay. Um, hopefully not after Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully they don't coronate him after Saturday. <laughs> How about getting one on the road? This, you guys have always been good. Now, obviously, it's hard to win on the road, but you've always been able to beat good teams on the yeah. road. And not to suggest teams you beat North good, but a ranked team on the no, road. No, no, no. You're, you know, the San Diego State win, the way you look at it now, turns out to be a really good win. I mean, they, they were 10-0 in their league. I mean, so so that turns out to be a really good win. You know, winning at Texas Tech is a good win. You know, we saw what happened last night. It's a good win. Uh, with without question, uh, but your 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 point is you know to in order to win this league, right. you got to go beat top fifteen teams on the road uh, because there's so many of them, and and uh, uh, you the know others in the league have done it. I mean, Texas won at West Virginia. Yeah, that that well, Texas won at West Virginia. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, no. Baylor won at Iowa State. Yeah. Uh, I don't know OU, I'm, 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 but OU played unbelievably well at Iowa State, and, and oh, they won at Baylor big. So, so you're right. The other teams in the in the league have done it, and certainly we, we, we need to we need to do that as well. How does your approach change with the team when you go on the road at here? Well, I don't know that it changes a, a approach. You know, we've been doing this a long time, and you know our road record in our league is ridiculous over time. I mean, you don't win the league that many times in a row just by winning home games. you got to go win on the road. And so I think last year was the only year that we've been at Kansas that we didn't have at least a 500 or better record in league play on the road. I think last year we were four and five. So, uh, uh, you know, I I don't – it doesn't really change. I mean, the the thing about it is, and and there's so many – sometimes you wake up and it feels a little different – than it does other times, uh, sometimes uh, – uh, and I, I think football teams would probably tell you the same thing. Sometimes 11 a.m. starts different than an 8 p.m. start. Uh, sometimes a good shoot-around leads you to believe that you're really ready and you're not. Uh, uh, there's a, Sometimes me being a jerk creates intensity or focus, whereas other times it creates uh, uh, and pressure and, and uh, uh, maybe uh, – uh, 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 uncomfortableness, which you do not want when you're playing away from home. So I don't know if there's an exact science. We try to be the same all the time, regardless of home or away. So you don't pick your spots on when and be a jerk. Sometimes, some sometimes I do. Uh, uh, if if like coaching OU this game, I don't have to do anything. You know, I mean, if I need to get onto them but whatever to to be focused or whatnot, that that. Mm-hmm. Then we will we will have no chance. That that's certain things naturally happen. The the hard games are the ones where, you you think your guys may not be quite all there, and you got to somehow get them there. That those those are the hardest games. Um, the, these are the fun games to me as a coach. Going knowing that hey we're going to get their best and they're going to, you know hopefully get our best and and just go have fun and play. When you before everyone got exhausted, you know, Guys were just hitting guarded shots on both sides. Yeah, unreal. Does it get any better than that? No. the, the only The only time that I remember, you know, I remember looking down to the Sooner bench and and uh, one of their assistants, uh, Shep, I think was uh, Mike Shepard, was kind of laughing, and I started laughing too because it was ridiculous. But but the the only other time I, I remember doing that, if you guys remember, in the in the Big Twelve finals when we played Texas, I mean it was a joke. I mean we couldn't guard them, they couldn't guard us. It was. Uh, uh, I just keep looking down at Rick, and he looks down at me, and it's like, hey, this is this is fun to watch. Uh, uh, but but I, w- I will say this. It, it's one thing to have a horse contest at home. It's another thing to have a horse contest on the road. And when you're playing against the best shooting team in America, then you don't want it to be a horse contest. So we've got to do something to not make them play well or not let them be as comfortable as what they were in our building. And even though we did a decent job, they were still comfortable. I Feel like in that game, like the midway point of the second overtime, I think the last two and a half minutes of the second overtime, neither, neither team scored. The rest of that I overtime, g- that was kind of a point of I don't know where both guy both teams had hit a wall a little bit. Uh, I, you know what? Maybe uh, I, I remember being down sixty-eight to sixty with about six minutes left. Uh, uh, that's what I remember as much of anything. Uh, uh, but, but you know, you, you the way that game ended was the last 15 minutes is okay we'll get across half court and we're going to hold the ball and then somebody comes at a ball screen and somebody go make a play and then they would come down and just kind of put around with the ball and somebody set a ball screen and go make a play it wasn't like it, it wasn't like it was crisp execution it, 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 it towards the end it was more like just you know both teams trying to gut it out if that's what you're asking and and, and I, I do think that's the case uh uh in that particular game, I don't I don't remember Kevin exactly the details why both teams didn't score, but but uh, it was probably because both teams were just hoping their opponent would miss, rather than that we were actually doing anything great to stop them because we didn't stop them, they just missed some. Same with us. Did that make it a little different than the Kentucky game? Um... Yeah, I, I thought the OU game was much better played okay. than the Kentucky game. I thought the Kentucky game was a great win because they, you know, we, we didn't play great. We had to grind, had to come back. Uh, we went through a stretch where we, we uh, really, really slowed them down and, and, and vice versa. I, don't, I felt like in the, in the OU game uh, with us, I thought it was pretty free-flowing the, the, the whole game. The, the Kentucky game was a little fragmented, but, but I didn't think that game was at all. So you scored so well inside the last three games. What do you think is attributed to that? You guys... I don't know. You know, pe- you know th- these stats that you guys look at, and, and I look at them too, points in the paint, <laughs> they 're so misleading or transition points are so misleading because a lot of times you transition points don 't count you know guys pushing it hard and, 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 and a foul and you you shoot a one and one or a foul that gets you closer to the bonus or or uh, it doesn 't count you, you shoot and miss but it creates rotation rebounding, so teams aren 't as good at that, so then you score after that i mean so there 's a lot of things about those things that are mis misleading. Points in the paint are two. So you come down and transition and you shoot a layup, it's two points in the paint. You come down and transition, it's a two-on-one. You throw a lob, it's two points in the paint. To me, points in the paint is when you're in half-court office and you throw the ball inside and a guy makes a play. Or you get an offensive rebound and put it put it back in. But I would say that we've, we, we have scored better inside. I think Perry's a big part of that. Uh, but I'm not sure that that's really a, a, a stat that we can hang our hat on that we're doing a lot better in because we've gotten more stuff in transition or off-offensive putbacks. it That's what makes me really nervous. I, yeah, I thought we really guarded them. Yeah. And, and, and I'm serious about this. If Frank had not been on our team, he would have got 60. Uh, 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 I mean, he scored, I'd say – Fifty percent of the time he touched it when Frank was guarding him, but he didn't touch it very often. I mean, if he'd have got you know ten more touches, he he could have scored you know ten more points easily. So I, I actually thought we we did def- defend them pretty well. The thing about the way you guard them, and 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 uh, uh, you know I've I've gotten some buddies from back home, you know, that say hey now this is what you got to do, and this is what you get you know got to don't have to do but you know they're right to an extent uh but the the thing about it is any of those four guys can beat you on the perimeter and then you bring in Walker and he can make shots or or I mean they they are really good at stretching it and then when they stretch it you close out and then they drive it and then they get to the free throw line a great I mean they they're a team that can really keep you off balance and uh for all all our fans you know they you could say well play zone Well, oh you may not be the best team in America you play zone against so so but but uh uh, but the, uh, they're, they're, uh, we actually defended them pretty well. I think that uh, you're kind of alike. Maybe they're a little quicker, you're a little more disciplined. Uh, I don't know that I can say that. I, I would say, uh, I would say that, that they're probably better uh, in some areas with the ball as far as uh, driving straight lines uh, than what we've guarded. I thought the other night against West Virginia, I thought we did a really good job guarding the ball. Uh, but we really shrunk the floor. Well, if you really shrink the floor to OU, now they become better three-point shooters. So we're going to have to do a better job of of guarding the ball. I I think a lot of people would say when they guard us is, well, you just can't keep Mason in front of you. I think a lot of people, because if you look at it, Frank gets his shoulders past people all the time. Well, he's a hard guard that way. Devontae's good at that too, too. Uh, But you look at OU, and they got three guys that are really good at that at all times. And that doesn't necessarily mean you're playing terrible defense. Sometimes the offense is just better than the defense.